Hey everyone, this is Nicole Darian. I'm from Chicago and welcome to the What Makes This Place Great podcast, a show about traveling to new places and figuring out what makes each place great. Hey everyone, welcome back to the What Makes This Place Great podcast. I just got home from an amazing, amazing two weeks in Brazil. Uh, I'm still recovering just a little bit. I got pretty sick over the last four or five days of the trip, so still trying to make a solid comeback over here, but um, still an awesome, awesome trip nonetheless. I just don't think I've ever been to a country with such a beautiful, colorful, vibrant, happy culture. Um, And I know that sounds so cliche to say, but I just really felt it in Brazil and I just want to go back. I encourage everyone to make the trip down there at some point. So this episode will focus on Rio and why Rio is a great city to live in. Um, I went to Rio because it's just been a bucket bucket list place for me forever. Um, I went mainly for Carnival this year and Carnival celebrated in Rio is the biggest Carnival celebration on earth. So I figured why not? (laughs) And my birthday also just happened to fall the day before Fat Tuesday. So twist my arm ongoing. Um, I was there for about seven days in total. I was uh, I originally stayed for five days and then was there um, a couple of additional days just for transit purposes, um, being in and out. It's kind of a major transportation hub, so I was there uh, a few times. Um, so I'll give a little info about Rio as a whole. The population is 6.5 million people. It is such a big city. I did not expect Rio de Janeiro to be that expansive. It's so, so big. Uh, going going from point A to point B can sometimes be a little bit of a pain. <laughs> um, I didn't realize that I left Chicago, so, but it was still just such a great, great city. It's known for the famous Christ the Redeemer statue, which is one of the seven new wonders of the world. Uh, the views from Sugarloaf Mountain, I went to Sugarloaf at sunset and it was unreal. The beautiful tile steps called the Escadaria Celeron, um, which are in the Santa Teresa district, are awesome. And of course, it's known for some of the most famous and beautiful beaches on earth, uh, mainly Coco Cabana and Ipanema, where I spent a lot of time. So a little background about Carnival. Uh, Carnival lasts for about a month in Brazil, but the big festivities last for about a week, which lead up to Fat Tuesday. So all day and every day, all night even, um, there's about 150 block parties, which they call blocos, which um, are all throughout the city. And about two to three million people attend the blockos every day, so it gets quite crazy. Um, so basically, the blockos are just partying and dancing in the streets, uh, crazy music, dancing, costumes, a lot of glitter. I would describe it as like a college tailgate, just without the trap music. And instead, um, it's just traditional Brazilian music and a lot of uh, Brazilian pop. It was nice because I didn't hear any American pop music in my entire two weeks in Brazil. It was so, so nice. (laughs) Um, So you're dancing and craziness uh, during the blocos, and then eventually a couple floats will go by, um, along with traditional drums and guitar, uh, and then everyone follows the parade. So it gets really crazy. Uh, I'm not the biggest big crowds person. Um, so it was quite an experience, but, um, definitely so beautiful and so authentic. 
There's also the special tradition of the Samba Parade, which is held in the big stadium in downtown Rio, the Samba Drome. So basically, it's like a really long street, and then there's stadium seating on either side, and tens of thousands, tens of thousands of people uh, attend the Samba Parade um, over the course of five days. So basically, it's the Samba Parade is comprised of what they call Samba Schools, which are local neighborhoods of Rio, which come together, and uh, they're comprised of like a regional or geographic background. So they come together and collaborate collaborate together um, to create these amazing, amazing floats, um, costumes, and dances, and they're all centralized around one common theme um, in Bra- Brazilian history or culture, whether it be like a piece of colonial history, food culture, beach culture, you name it. Um, they're allowed to get as creative as possible. And um, it was it was probably the highlight of, of Brazil for me. The Samba Parade was just so, so incredibly beautiful. Um, it left me speechless. I was honestly emotional the entire time because it was just one of those feelings where you just can't believe that you're you're there and experiencing this amazing celebration that's the biggest one on earth and these people just go so hardcore and so all out for this one holiday and I I just couldn't I just couldn't believe how beautiful and big it was I'm I just I keep looking at those videos and photos like every second since I've been home <laughs> but it was just amazing so each samba school parades for about an hour through the stadium uh, and there's about eight or nine samba schools that go every night. So it's um, five nights long, and it goes from 9 p.m. until about 6 a.m. the next morning. So it's a long night, um, but you're on the feet on your feet the whole time, and everyone is just so dedicated and committed to it. And everyone in the crowd is just cheering and clapping and waving and singing. And I I just couldn't believe it. Um, it was oh my gosh, so amazing. And then. Uh, the, the the samba school will present, and then once they get to the end of the stadium, there's judges who are sitting at the end, and then at the very end of the five nights, um, there's a a winner. Um, so I went on the very last night of the samba parade, and then um, someone was uh, a samba school was dubbed the winner at the very end. Um, I went on the the Monday night, so the day before Fat Tuesday, which was also my birthday. So it was fun to spend my birthday evening at this amazing, amazing tradition. Um, just so unforgettable. And uh, I I just want to go back every year now just for the samba. It was, it was so, so cool. I also want to highlight the favelas, uh, which are native to Brazil. So favelas, for those that don't know, are small, poor communities within the cities in Brazil. Um, so they were established due to poor people not having places to live in cities, so they were forced to create their own communities. Um, they Favelas are most known for, in the media and in the news and in movies and in documentaries, for being just ridden with drug, drug trafficking, violence, Definitely not somewhere where a tourist or a a foreigner would want to go. So naturally, I stayed in a favela when I was in Rio, and it just was the most amazing, authentic experience that I could have ever had. I'm so happy I I did it. Um, It was just really beautiful and uh, just cool to see the way that 
um, you know, people live in, in different parts of the world and not everything is, is easy. And, you know, we have in America, we have, you know, our smartphones at our fingertips where we live in cozy apartments, you know, we have heat, we have electricity, but that's not the way that a lot of people live in the world. So it was really interesting to see Rio from this perspective, um, the hostel that I stayed in was at the very top of this one favela. So it was about a 10 minute hike to get up there, which was fun. Um, but you know, it, it was just kind of one of those things where you just want to keep your eyes on your stuff. Um, don't be loud. Don't be distracting to other, you know, people who live there. Um, don't be crazy blackout drunk. Like that's always dumb. That goes without saying, um, just kind of mind your own business and, um, just use your common sense. Um, but definitely an awesome experience. I'm, I'm glad I got that authentic experience as opposed to, you know, staying in a beachy resort hotel by, by the water. Um, that's so lame in my opinion. I'm, I'm really glad I did the favela. Um, they're, they're guarded. Um, so my hostel was actually guarded by two younger boys, um, who had guns. Um, so you kind of felt safe, but kind of didn't. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure how I feel about children having guns on them. Um, it's definitely, definitely different from, from back home, but all in all, it was definitely a, a safe experience. Uh, so the following interviews, um, and conversations that I had were from a couple people that I met in Rio. Um, I spoke first, I spoke with my friend, Ricky, he's originally from Belgium, but he moved to Rio a few months ago and he volunteers in the hostel that I stayed in. Um, he's a musician. He's working on a big music project in Rio and just such a sweetheart, um, has such a beautiful perspective on, on life and on music and traveling. Um, so it's a great conversation. I think you guys will enjoy it. And then my second conversation is with Pablo. He actually owns the hostel that I stayed in. Um, he's originally from Argentina and came to Rio because he wanted to be just closer to the water and just a more relaxed lifestyle. Um, and he create he built the hostel that I stayed in in the favela, um, pretty much from his bare hands. And he now lives there with with his kids and his and his wife. Um, I absolutely adored Rio and. Uh, I just hope to go back at some point. Um, I I just had such an incredible experience, especially in the hostel that I stayed in. The atmosphere was great. Um, Pablo, the owner, just made the experience, uh, carnival experience, really awesome for all of us, and gave us info and advice on where to go and um, which which blockos to to hit up. And the other travelers in the hostel were also amazing. Um, we did a lot of sightseeing together and went to all the block parties together. Um, ate, you know, we had family barbecues and it was just ugh, amazing. So I uh, hope you guys will enjoy the following conversations. So here we have Ricky. He works and volunteers in the Echo Green Hostel here in Rio. And I'm going to ask him a few questions about why he's been in Rio. Um, so where are you from? Why are you in Rio right now? And tell me a little bit about like your background and traveling. Well, um, 
Uh, I'm from Belgium. Originally, I'm a half from Belgium for my dad and a half from Rwanda for my mom. I'm here uh, to Rio to to make a project, a musical project, which is Rio Vivo. Rio Vivo will be a web TV with uh, with different artists, whatever their origin. Um, also, because one year ago I fell in love with Rio, like literally. What? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, for, 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 for the music. Um, first, uh, the music. First, the music because something really incredible. I mean, Brazil in general has his own style, but uh, in Rio, it's like just a big mix of culture. You know, it's like can can you can meet some Chinese, you can meet some Japanese, and they they just from everywhere. You know, and it's something really important about about the way you're gonna open your mind. You know, you just arrive in a city. It's supposed to be Brazilian people. Of course, they're Brazilian, but they have all of them different origins you know could be from Ivory Coast it can be from Japan one more time I mean I, th I think it's one of the most concentrated yeah. population of Japan and stuff like this so you're just gonna meet them it's something really incredible and people are really friendly landscape is just beautiful of course and uh, it's a really electric city so uh, that's so cool and especially now during carnival like everything is just absolutely lit up and <laughs> the music and the people everyone is just so happy yeah definitely everybody's like you know, it's like, it's just, everybody's all together, you know. Actually, in Rio especially, like, the, the most typical sentence is tamo junto, tamo junto means we are together. So Yeah, you were yeah. telling me this the other day. Like That's everything. so cool. So how long have you, have you been in Rio for then? Uh, so now it's like two months as a volunteer. Last year I've been here. I was supposed to come for all a month, but I had to... I had to leave uh, from Rio for the eight days or something like this because my ex-girlfriend actually had an accident. Oh, she no. broke, yeah, yeah, she broke her leg, oh, and then and then we had to leave in yeah. Belgium back. So here is my personal revenge. Nice, <laughs> exactly. Now you're back and ready to kill it. Um, and then, how long do you plan on staying here for? Tegan? How long do you plan on staying in Rio for? Forever. Forever? Uh, yeah, of course. Rio Vivo is not going to be for only three months, you know. Yeah. Something, actually, Rio Vivo will be something to introduce because. Um, how can I explain it? Okay, a lot of people, when they don't know Rio, when they don't know Brazil, they think it's a, a dangerous city. Of course, there is a dangerous part. Okay, we are in here in a favela. Okay, you, right. you just saw some gangster in here, but trust me, I'm just shaking hands of all those gangsters and nobody is making anything to me because they know. Everyone knows the, you here. But yeah, of you're course, a local, but yeah. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, because even you, I mean, that, that's the thing I'll say. Like, because it's a mix of culture, even you, could look like a Brazilian. Even that Norway, Norwegian guy in here could look like a, a Brazilian, you know. It's like, it's from, they, they're from everywhere, you know. Exactly. They're, from, they're, they're really from everywhere. So I'm here, I'm here forever. Um, I'm, I have to come back in Belgium first, but my plan is actually to live here. So here I am. So what, may, what do you think makes a city better than another city? Look, why did you choose Rio over Salvador, over Fortaleza, over Parachi, over any other, Sao Paulo, any other city in Brazil? Okay, first of all, my real objective is actually to live in Parachi and not in, oh, wow. in Rio City, okay. all right? Just for the quietness. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just, just more, more quiet and I'll, there is a moment that I need it, you know? Right, right, <laughs> I, right. I have to be like alone and do my stuff, do my music and stuff. Um, but Rio, Rio is something really electric, you know, when it's New Year. I mean, I've been here for New Year. I cannot explain you 
the energy that we had around, you know? Yeah. It was yeah. like fireworks started, everybody was like, oh, shouting and then hugging and this and that. Come on, you see? How many yeah. times did I took a walk on, uh, on Copacabana, for example, and there is some religious group or something like this, and all they do is like handling a panel which is abrazo. Abrazo means hug. Um. And so, what all they want is like abrazo, so they just do a hug to you, and then they, they just left you, you know? It feels like, despite the like, corruption in, in Brazil in general, which is, the, I mean, 60-year-old, 50-year-old corruption, it's all going to be the same um, regardless, and it's not going to change, so it seems like everyone who lives here has kind of learned to live with it. Yeah. Um, the problem is... How, how can I explain it? Alright, it's like a dog. You have a puppy and you're gonna say sit. It's not gonna sit, you know? But then you're gonna push his ass and you're gonna say sit. And then sit, sit, sit again and again. At least he's gonna sit. Right. You know? Right. If I tell you, you're stupid, you're stupid, you're stupid, trust me. In a moment you're gonna trust it. Alright? So it's like the same with corruption. It's so long time that it's in Brazil. Unfortunately, governed man and blah, 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 you know? That, of course, is not gonna. Stay. I hope it's not gonna stay. All right? right. I think, I think it's gonna, it's going to change. I don't know when, I don't know how, but it has to change. Okay? People are not stupid in here. They're already. I mean, come on. Even in favela, people think, oh no, but this and that. They, they are. Trust me, they are smart. All right? Exactly. They are already intelligent and they have competence. And. They, they can do something, you know. They can do something. They had, um, they had like, a, uh, what's his name? Lula and then Dilma. Mm. Of course, there is corruption. Of course, they knew it, all right? But they did like 10,000 times that all the others, you know. Exactly. All the others is like just corruption and keep the money and rich will stay rich. It's not a long time that we have a middle class in here in Brazil, you know. Right. It's, 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 it's hard to notice the middle class because you know you see the beautiful homes up where we were on the bus yesterday up in like Lapa really really beautiful in uh, Ipanema mm. and then you know we're in a favela right now and just for the listeners who don't know what a favela is will you explain it but first of all even there is a middle class trust me if I if I had the choice to live somewhere, I would definitely live in a favela because people are really much more friendly. Yeah. They're already really friendly, but in here, it's, right. it's really special. It's like a village, you know? It's exactly. a city, exactly. in a city, and uh, and everybody knows each other. Everybody knows the story of... It's going really fast, you know? Right. But, I mean, maybe, maybe they're going to judge you, but not like, not really badly, you know? They just, they just have an opinion, something like this. Oh, they're going to speak to each other, but, but, but like... Like everybody does, actually, you know. Right. But at least, if they can help, they will help. You know. Sure. They will it seems help. like a really tight knit community. Everyone knows each other. Like, for example, we'll just to give a little context. Like the hostel that we're in, um, Green Green Echo, is uh, at the top of a basically on top of a mountain here in in Rio in Leme, the neighborhood Leme, and it takes about five ten minutes to hike up to the top of this hostel. And along the way, it's what you would describe as like a slum, a shanty town. Um, but everyone knows each other. Everyone shakes hands. It's really, really beautiful to see. Um, and I just really like that sense of community here. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Actually, it's one uh, one of the parts that I that I really love in Rio, and also something that makes me feel in love with Rio is like 
I mean, I spent like 28 years in Belgium, mm-hmm. and I can tell you that in 28 years, I never ever said hello to so many people who's living around me, you know? Yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody, everybody. It's like old-fashioned way, you know? I, good evening, good night, cool. You know? It's just like... But now it's, it's just, it's just now normal. this is home, yeah. Yeah, that's that, that, that definitely home for me, you know? I think, that, I think like, when you want to feel at home, it's something like this, you know? It's something inside of you, so you're happy with... I mean, some people are happy with just, okay, I got a good job and I got a good car and I got a beautiful wife and I can spend like uh, two weeks or uh, two times in a year, two weeks in another country, in you vacation, know, yep. in vacation. Yeah, yeah. Well, I maybe don't have money that, like they have, you know, but my HQ is in here in Brazil now, in yeah, Rio, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it, it is in here and, and I'm really happy with this because if you really want to make money, that's not a problem, you know? Exactly. Just just be smart and just do something. Just do it good, all right? Just be happy. Just be happy, you know what I'm saying? It's just about passion. Well, that's my opinion, of course, but it's about passion first. And if your passion can makes you, makes you, makes you rich or maybe not rich, but just enough, you know? So, so, you, so now you call Rio home. You don't call Belgium. You don't call Brussels home anymore. Jesus Christ. <laughs> of course. Of course. No, no, no. Every time I check the... The temperature actually in Brussels, <laughs> and I'm like, Haha, Jesus, you're fucking cold, and I'm here, and I'm, and I'm good, you know. <laughs> I'm good. I'm, I'm good. so good. I'm so good. No, it's 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 something really nice. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, obrigado, obrigado for uh, for talking to me. Brazil, <laughs> Brazil. So here we have Pablo. He's the owner of the Echo Green Hostel. Uh, so awesome, so welcoming. Um, he's made really made the carnival experience really special for everyone here. Um, planning barbecues in the evening and telling us all about the different blocos and where to go. Um, so I just want to ask Pablo a few questions about um, you know why he's been in Rio and he's raised his family here. Um, so what makes Rio really special to you? What makes me really special is Rio, Rio has everything a big city can offer you. In the same time, have nature. I hate big cities, but I love Rio. It's close yeah. because you got beaches, you got the hills, you got the green areas everywhere, everywhere. And uh, the mo- the thing I like most of Rio is actually the people. They're very welcoming, they're warm-hearted, you know. They're always keen to help you if you need help to get to any street or whatever. Yeah, they're really loving people. Yeah, I've noticed that a lot, especially during Carnival. Like, if, you know, all of the tourists that I've been hanging out with, we all, you know, we're not from here, so we're not really sure where to go and what to do. So everyone's been super helpful in telling us where to go. Um, And... We're, the hostel is located in a favela. Can you describe the like sense of community that is in associated with the favela? Yeah, uh, like the favela is uh, it's like living in a in, in a small village within the big city. Everyone pretty much knows each other here. You know, everybody takes care care of each other. It's very safe. Uh, people don't don't realize that in the beginning, but uh, it's actually safer here than, than anywhere else in Rio, you know, just because that, uh, yeah, everybody knows each other, everybody take care of each other. Uh, originally, uh, the state didn't, uh, 
didn't uh, help the the people in the favela. So the people in the favela are used to to do things for themselves, you know. And everybody neighbors help out, carrying stuff or whatever, you know. It's, yeah, because if we don't help each other, uh, no one's gonna help you. Right, right, right. What um, what made you land in this favela uh, among, among all the other ones? Uh, it's the proximity of the beach, and this is a very small favela. Like we, uh, we live in um, favela uh, Chapel Manguera and Babylonia. It's two different favela in the same hill. Between the both favelas, it's only five thousand people. So it's a very small favela, mm -hmm. and uh, that makes it even more awesome because it's make you tighter with the community. Right, right, right. And then what made what made you have the idea to start the hostel here? Uh, I always uh, had the idea to start a hostel, traveling myself. It was always a dream of mine. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I came to Rio, and uh, it was just a coincidence actually that I made me discover this favela. Cool. And uh, yeah, and here I am. I love it. I love it. And you're from Chile originally. So what made you land in in Rio? And and what made you fall in love with Rio as opposed to other cities in Brazil or other cities in South America? Actually, I'm from Chile, but I grew up in Sweden. And in Sweden, it's very cold and dark. And so yeah. I always dream to come back to to South America because of of the heat and the beaches. That's what I like. And Rio was always a dream of mine to coming, but. Uh, like starting a hostel in Rio, if I would start it in a place that would not be a favela, it wasn't uh, economically viable for me, you know. Mm -hmm. I didn't have the what, what it took. Yeah. And then I discovered this favela, it was just beginning the pacification process and stuff. And yeah, it, it made it possible that I could have a hostel in Rio. Do you think you'll ever go back to Chile to live or bring your family there at all? Uh, I don't know about Chile, maybe, maybe not. The world's a beautiful place. So, yeah. But I definitely have my base here in Rio. I want, I will still have my base here. and Maybe I'll start another hostel in some other countries. Right. It's right. a dream of mine, but Rio will always be Rio and always going to have my base here, I think. Exactly. You seem very established in the favela. Everyone knows that this is the Casa de Pablo and you have your daughter and you actually just had a son about a few days ago at 4am which is so so amazing right he's a carnival baby so that's really awesome um and then finally what does home mean to you home home is i don't know home is where where you want to be when you have the family where your friends not 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 necessarily your blood family but yeah well where you feel good you know yep that's, yeah. that's the most important thing that you have to feel good, you know. Like in uh, when you when you live, for example, in in, in the Western world, so, so I call, we we work and uh, we work all all year, and then the best things that happen all year is we go to vacation. If you like the beach, you go to a warm place. If you want like uh, skiing, you will go to the Alps or whatever. And you, but there will only be a couple of weeks. So my way of thinking was it's better to I go to I go live. Go where and be it, it, yeah, times, yeah, exactly. So I don't. I have the beach just in front of me, and I have that every day. I don't pay for it. Exactly. So it's just a matter. Of, uh, <laughs> you want to say hi? <laughs> hi. <laughs>
Yeah, and it's just another way of living. It's quality, but it's quality of life. I find it's, it's more quality of life here than everybody else. You know, it's, 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 and I'm not talking about uh, fancy apartments or cars or whatever. But I'm really, I'm talking about like what's quality for life for you. You know, for me, it's good weather, nice people, beaches. Exactly. And that doesn't cost anything. Exactly. Just simple life and, yeah. and enjoy what you're doing. Awesome. Well, thank you. Obrigado. Thank, <laughs> thank you. you. So there you have it, everyone. Uh, those are my conversations from Rio, and I just can't say enough good things about the city. I think um, it's also due to the incredible people that I met um, who kind of led me to the next person, to the next person. It's, it's just amazing when you travel solo, the people that you meet and the interactions that you have. Um, I absolutely loved when Ricky highlighted it, uh, the mix of cultures in Rio and how you know, it's it's just so diverse and there's just such a big blend of people um, that anyone could pass for being Brazilian at this point. And I just love how the mix of cultures really allows for people to really fit in and find their, their niche in, um, in Rio. And also how Ricky highlighted that he'll always live in a favela because of the strong community and that he never would you know, see that community back home in Belgium, um, or in Europe for, for a more general perspective that the sense of community and commitment to each other is just much stronger that he's found in Brazil. Um, and then he'll never, never go back. Um, and just how your passions make you rich. I think that was the, the best line from, from that conversation. And then I love that Pablo highlighted that the nature and combination of the nature, nature and beach in such a big city really drew him to Rio. And that's absolutely what I look for in, um, in a place to live. Um, you know, Chicago has the big city and it also has like a little bit of nature. We have the lake and we have parks. Um, but it really lacks like the mountains and trekking and hiking and things like that. And this is really what drew him to, to Rio. Um, I also love that he highlighted that home is where you want to be. And that's just so important. And um, I really believe that home is where you you really feel most comfortable being yourself and um, you're with people that you love and that um, you care about. And um, just somewhere that just constantly pulls you back. Um, I thought that was so beautiful. Um, so this is, this is Rio de Janeiro. I hope you guys enjoyed and stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you. I got fire.